This is Gail Cook. And this is Kara Amy Maxfield. And this This is Permanent Filter. Filter. Hi, this is Kara Amy Maxfield. And this is Gail Cook. And I'm very excited about this episode of Permanent Filter because this week we're doing part two of This Is Them and Us. And Gail herself is going to be telling you and telling me about the people that have created this wonderful woman who does the podcast with me. So, Gail, I'm very interested in hearing about these uh, influences in your life. Well, uh, my first influences are my mom and dad and uncle and family. I had, okay. I had a great dad. He was uh, a kind and generous man. He loved kids and everything. And he ta- taught me kindness. And, you know, he just uh, taught me how to be a good person. And, of course, my mm-hmm. mom, who is still alive, um, mm-hmm. she's the same mm-hmm. thing, you know. Uh, they both taught me about responsibility, kindness, generosity, um, how to be a good person. And I'm just so privileged to have them. And I just, yeah. And, you know, my uncle, like my, and my grandpa cook and my grandma cook, my uncle and my grandma, grandpa cook were the kindest men I've ever known. Well, my dad too. Mm. (laughs) And, uh, Mm. They all had a, you know, great influence on both of my sister and I. And, you know, you can't, you need um, people like that in your life when you're growing up, you know? Definitely. And I think it's important as a female to have positive male role models. People often talk about sort of same gender that that's important, but I think it's, you, you learn what a good man is. Yeah. I mean, they were excellent male role models and I'm, I'm so very grateful and lucky to have had that. And my mom was the greatest, is a great uh, female. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, still here. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, uh, present tense, very present tense. Yeah. And um, so. so Gail, could you say, say with your parents and and uh to start with what would you say was the greatest lesson or teaching that they had to give you you know just uh be kind to people my dad was very kind person my mom is a very kind Mm -hmm. person and sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel like I failed that and you know I try to be rarely well, mm. it, it does happen on occasion, but all I can do is <laughs> all I can do is move on and hopefully learn something. You know what I mean? But, I do, uh, and it stands out in relief. It stands out. It stands out because you are a genuine. One of your sterling qualities is your kindness. Oh, thank you. But you know, I mean, they also taught me, you know. Um to be fun you know my dad was, was mm-hmm. a fun guy you know and, uh, mm-hmm. love that guy man love him and um mm-hmm. you know they I um learned interesting things like he was into hockey so I learned about a little bit of hockey and he he and I love movies so mm-hmm. did 
you ever play did you ever play hockey with them or watching you're talking watching hockey yeah or did you strap on skates on the ice no no just he liked watching Watching hockey he always was so excited so (laughs) Hmm. i did uh bowl with my grandfather though oh okay yeah he was a great bowler so oh so and are you a great bowler but it's fun. Do. I haven't done that mm-hmm. in years. Holy smokes. And, you know, play Ten- with- and all that stuff, you know, family things. Yeah. So. You said you like to mo- watch movies with your dad. Did oh, yeah. Were there any special movies that you had? Star Wars. Original uh, trilogy. Mm-hmm. He's a big sci-fi fan. Mm-hmm. So am I. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Yeah. No, he, uh, and then, you know, when he was sick, he taught me a lot about bravery and stuff like that. So, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, no, that was, that's, I was, I'm very lucky to have had, uh, all those, um, male role models in my life because I just don't understand people who don't, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. not that I don't try yeah. to empathize, yeah. but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't come from an experience where the male role models are terrible. So, yeah, that's, that's very important. Do you think you, you also spoke about uh, an uncle as well. Now that's your dad's brother. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Who was also influential. Yeah. And uh, good, good memories of him. Oh yeah. He was very quiet Mm. and reserved and, you know, he, uh, he, he, he was just the sweetest. He was the sweetest guy. So, hmm. yeah. Love that guy too. That's All sad. of them. Hmm. But fortunately I still have my mom. Oh. So it's awesome. Oh. And your memories of these lovely men in your yeah. life. Right. Yeah. So you always have the memories. do you do you find that you're more sort of understanding of men that you meet because of having these good role models I think so um I mean I've met a few men who are who were mm, dodgy at best so I learned from them too but (laughs) haven't we all (laughs) 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 there's no escaping that for any woman sadly no but you know what women are just as bad some women are Mm, just as bad it's true (laughs) it's true yeah i am grateful that i had the experience with them but not eager to revisit it (laughs) yes yes well some people are cautionary tales aren't they oh they are you what you take away is uh not to be like that or not to be around people like them. So <laughs> exactly. exactly. Oh. So, I mean, every, even though there's been some <laughs> dodgy people in my life, it's, um, it's the, the men in my life as I was growing up that had the most influence, which mm-hmm. is a good thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, another person in my life, uh, is my friend Pam. I have known okay. Pam for 
I'm 50, so 46 years. I've known her since I was two years old. Wow, that's a long-term friendship for sure. It is. I'm, I'm grateful that she's put up with me for so long. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we so all... Huh? Do you, uh, having a friendship that long, um, that's very interesting because I was going to ask, well, what was it about her? That, what was it about her that made you initially want to become friends? I was but four years old. I can't sort of, <laughs> when you're four years old, it makes a, yeah, it's not quite the same situation as meeting someone as an adult, is it? No. What did you look for, Gail, at a, as a four-year-old, you know? Uh, in a, uh, I don't know. But she's always been a great person. So I like to surround myself with great people. That's and obviously enough. Have, obviously, right, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I really but, like that. So, tell us a little bit. Go ahead. What's a go ahead? I was like, I really like that Pam's very practical, but fun. Oh, okay. And grounded. Mm -hmm. She's always been very grounded. So, how do you describe grounded? What's a grounded person to you? You know, down to earth. Makes good decisions. Okay. Most of the time, we all Do you we all have our things, but oh, well, yes, it's those exceptions that make for interesting, make for interesting uh, uh, experiences. Do you find that her groundedness has has rubbed off on you? I think so. I'd like to think so. I mean. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we all kind of want uh, to be able to make good decisions and have a good life and, you know, just have a calm life. And Pam has always seemed like the person that whatever's going on, she has it together. So, yeah. And mm -hmm. then there was me <laughs> who may not have had it together for mm. a few years. Well, that's fine. That's, but she was always there, and I really appreciate that loyalty. You know what I mean? Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 Even when it's, it's, maybe I wasn't um, likable, she stuck around. So, Oh, that's an interesting statement. Yeah. Well, that's a story for uh, another time. I guess so. I guess so. Not likable. Hmm. Well, we all, I think we all go through that stage where we just... Hmm, you know, hmm. maybe, maybe just me. I don't know. Somebody, and sometimes I think people recognize it when they're going through it. And some people only recognize it in hindsight, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Pam has been very loyal and, and I really appreciate that in a person. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. You can't pay for friends like that. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. I mean, they can't because yeah. they're expensive to have on the payroll, right? I know, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> After a while, you're like, I've got to cut expenses. These Good friends Lord, have got to go. The entourage but, uh, is just too expensive. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, question to you. 
uh-huh. when it comes to like friends who influence, do you think people come into our lives for a reason? No, I think so. But I don't know if it's like ethereal or <laughs> hmm. I could just people um they're there for a reason, but you know, they always have that choice to go. So hmm. it's not like I don't know. Unless they're prisoners, but then that changes the equation somewhat, doesn't it? Yeah, they're captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't really have the you don't really have the the equal relationship in uh, that a friendship constitutes, right? It becomes yeah. more like by force. Yeah. So they're free to it go. It doesn't work that yeah. way. No. Some no, no. There's and there's a few laws against that sort of thing. Yeah, you know. But um yeah. But uh, no, Pam, Pam, I don't even know how to describe how awesome Pam is. And she likes a lot of things I do, like horses and, you know, I would like to have an acreage and she has an acreage. So I kind of hmm. really like that it's similar, you know, even though I live mm-hmm. in the city. So, yeah. you know, yeah, so, yeah like we just um, can't believe it's been. 46 years. Wow. Holy smoke. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lengthy relationship. That's certainly yeah. something to be proud of for both you ladies. Yeah. I mean, it, it has takes effort and- on both parts, right? Yeah. And it's, it's had its ups and downs. So, mm-hmm. like every relationship. So, I'm just glad she stuck with me. Another influence on me is uh, my friend uh, yes. Tracy in Calgary. She okay. Actually, Tell actually, us about Tracy. I actually met, met her. Um, I was taking a class at, uh, I think it was Selkirk College at the time. Or was it Mount mm-hmm. Royal? Mm-hmm. Mount Royal College, I think. And I was What were you taking? Jeez, uh, I can't remember offhand. I still have the uh, assignment that we did together. Oh, oh, but, oh wow! That, but I, it's somewhere in the in my craft room. So who knows if I'll ever oh, okay. find it anymore? <laughs> Must have had an impact that you held on to it. Yeah, um, she really got me, helped me get through my dad's um, sickness and um, passing away. Oh. So because oh, I boy. met her when my dad was very ill. Oh, oh, geez. Yeah. That's rough. That's rough. It was rough. Really rough. So I was blessed to have her in my life, you know, at that time. And Mm. uh, yeah, Tracy's amazing. She works with all sorts of people, you know, she Mm -hmm. has, Mm -hmm. she helps out a lot of people. So she's very patient and again, grounded. Mm-hmm. So there's a theme here. Yeah. Kindness, patience, grounding. I'm yeah. sensing a theme. Just and a the little people bit of people that you admire. That's... Yeah, you know. But I think I mean, luckily at this point, I think I'm getting where I'm like totally ground not totally grounded, but mm. you know, calmer. Able to mm. handle oh, okay. better. Do you know what I mean? Handle it oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
So that's uh, pretty great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, she's going to be one of my bridesmaids this year. If she's still for your wedding this year. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it should be. It should be interesting at the having all the people, you know, that I know there. Mm -hmm. It'll it'll be good. Yeah, gather together. Gather together for your special day. My wedding. Of course, I am. Better. (laughs) I'm officiating. You don't know this yet, but I'm officiating at your wedding. I've made arrangements for. Give me a discount. Surprise. I have taken a course and I am legally um, able to marry people now. Oh, really? In, in a few provinces. Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't know no. about that. No. <laughs> I'm joking. Because you're bullshitting me. That's why. That's I mean, the thing. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it might be a good side gig. <laughs> You never know. You never know. Can't you see me uh, officiating over marriages? Sure. Why not? (laughs) But yeah, her and Les, Tracy and Les were um, really, really good to me. And I really, really appreciate that. Is that Tracy's uh, partner, husband? Yes. Yeah. Les is her husband. So, yeah. So at a a really difficult time. Yeah. And I used to go for coffee every Sunday and it was kind of nice. You know, I miss doing that kind of thing in the era of COVID. Yeah. 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 And I also miss, like, I usually try and get together with all those people um, every Christmas. And of course, can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Because of, yeah, Mm. you guessed it, COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, it's taking its toll. It's taking yeah. its toll in terms of, but also making, I think, many of us just appreciate those connections between people, but also the physical connect, like actually being with them physically. Yeah, exactly. You know, because while oh. we still can call people or we can Zoom with people or Skype, if people are Skyping, um, it's still not the same as their physical presence. No, not at all. But you have to make do, right? Sure, sure. You do what you can while still realizing it just doesn't quite take the place, as you realize with not being able to see friends who are at a distance. Yeah. So, so. They sound like, anyway, they sound like great people. And you certainly, certainly it's hard not to think fondly about people in your life who were there during a difficult time and supported you and. Exactly. Exactly. Helped you out. Yeah. Um, Another person was uh, my friend, Tanya. Um, She also, I, she, uh, I went to the, sorry. My friend Tanya, we worked at Safeway together initially, and um, we had a friendship. And then, uh, you know, she helped me through my dad's sickness and death and stuff. And, you know, she was really great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We just kind of drifted apart, but it doesn't mean that her, she didn't have influence and a positive influence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So, yeah, I'm grateful to her, too. She was rock and roll, man. She was awesome. <laughs> She's so talented. And uh, she'd, um, she was like a stage. She is was a stage manager kind of thing. And uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. What did she stage manage? Well, she just did, um, she did some shows. Like, mm -hmm. oh, God, which one? Tony and Tina's wedding is the one I remember the most. Oh, oh, yeah, really? In Calgary, yeah. Okay. Oh, good so for that, her. Yeah, that's, that's it. Was really awesome. Mm -hmm. And she mm -hmm. also uh, got me um, a job a couple times at Stage West as a uh, well, pretty much gopher or carpenter, okay. or whatever. But it was really, it was really cool experience, and I really appreciated that. I actually would have loved to kind of work in that kind of area. But I mean, it doesn't pay well. So, like, did nope. you say carpentry? Yeah, but that's just a title. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, because you you said uh, gopher, yeah, you said basically gopher means. and carpentry. Wow, that's that's quite a combo. Yeah, huh. I might have used a power tool once or twice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> you still have all your digits. I still do, yeah, but I, I helped with a little bit of uh, props and just whatever, right? Sure. Sure. It was kind of fun. See, I'm really seeing just how much of a dilettante you truly are. Like, these are things that I didn't know about you. I never knew that you worked at Stage West or at Safeway for that matter. So it's like I knew you were a woman with an eclectic career and you've done a number of interesting things but i'm learning more and more about you trust me there's nothing eclectic about working at safeway <laughs> but the whole stage but i think it's the combination of things that you've done i guess but so oh my god safeway was more like kill me now <laughs> so especially in those jobs it's important to have somebody that you can you can bond with right yeah. and that you can um you know commiserate with and bond with and who keeps you kind of pumped up and interested yeah yeah so no tanya tanya's awesome she's so talented and so amazing and I'm sad that I lost touch with her. But what can you do? You never know. There may be a reunion sometime in the near future. Maybe. Who knows? I, I honestly do believe that people come into our lives for, for reasons. And sometimes we, you know, drift apart because of circumstances or distance. Sometimes we have a falling out. But sometimes those people come back into our lives and it can be surprising. I've had yeah. that happen myself. So you don't know, there may be a reunion with Tanya sometime in the future when you least expect it. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm, I'm sad that we, we no longer, you know, are acquainted. So yeah, I hope so someday. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So I've had a few bad influences in my life. Oh, okay. So these are the good ones. Now we're coming into the uh, the disinfluences. Dun, dun, dun. 
doom, the music turns the do- music turns dark. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah. Now these are so people, people who've had a negative effect on you, or people who you've said, "I don't want to be like them. Don't do what they're doing," or a little well, of both. A little both. Will a will be. Um, basically, I was bullied in my school years. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but you know, I it's mean, rough. it really, huh? I said it's rough. It is. It's rough it, to have that in your childhood. And it, uh, it really does um, affect your self confidence and self worth and all that. And you know, it's a lot of work to, um, you know get over it or manage it do you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. and i mean it carries out into your adult life i mean you don't let it ruin you oh sure it's it's always there do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. people yeah absolutely people don't understand how their actions affect other people you know especially when especially when they're kids yeah well kids children are cruel man but yeah and I learned I didn't want to be like those people those people Mm -hmm. you know Mm because it's terrible it's terrible you know is that where is that where the kindness comes from in you and is that where the uh the love for people who have been kind in your life comes from I think so you know Cause I'm always well aware that once you say something, it's there forever. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> Especially when it's being recorded, but even, even without being captured electronically, it's still, yeah, that's, um, that's a profound statement, you know? Yeah. And, it, it always echoes in your mind, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And the scary thing, thing is that you never really you never know what's going to I mean what's going to affect other people I'm not talking about obvious like insults something deliberately intended as an insult or some nasty you know word or or racial slur or anything or or things of that nature but just sometimes a comment that somebody makes that they toss off they haven't maybe even realized how how hard somebody else is going to take that yeah but I mean, nobody's perfect and it always, you know, everybody says something once or twice in their lives at least. But when you mm-hmm. deliberately go out and harm somebody, that's mm-hmm. what I have issue with. With the, de- with the intention, with, yeah. the, with the deliberate intention to cause somebody pain. To exactly. be cruel. Yeah. Yeah. Because it does indeed affect people for the rest of their lives. Oh, yeah. Oh, I totally believe it. You have, there's, there's many adults who have been ruined. Their lives have been ruined by childhood bullying. Yeah. And then adults who have been ruined by adult bullying as well. You know, bullying in the workplace and, you There's less excuse for that because at least you can chalk things up to kids, not kids being kids, not that that's an excuse, but you hope that somebody who was like a nasty bit of work in their youth or childhood 
has learned some empathy, compassion, and kindness. Mm. But whereas, you know, I'm thinking of a specific incident with a friend, a friend of mine who as an adult, somebody older than her, like actually a, a senior citizen said, sort of made like a very calculatedly nasty comment Mm-hmm. on the bus. Yeah. And I think, you know, I remember the first thing that I said as one does is like, "Oh, what was this person like who said said what she said?" And for some reason I was just thinking of a kid like maybe in their early teens or late teens, early 20s at the mm-hmm. oldest. And so when she said, "Oh, she was like in her 70s or something." I was like, "Oh, really?" And that just seems so so much sadder because mm-hmm. you're thinking as a person in their senior advanced years, you're still doing better. that kind of crap. Yeah. yeah. They should know better to a complete stranger. Like this wasn't, you know, this wasn't something just sort of said in retaliation as I think we've all done to somebody that we care about, or maybe yeah. I'm the only one, maybe I'm exposing myself there, but this was just said, it was just like a nasty comment, a kind of a sly, nasty comment uh-huh. made to a complete stranger wow. who was not harming you at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was quite, well, my friend had some, had put some weight on at the time and the woman asked her if she, you know, sort of was making these comments as though she was pregnant. Oh, I get that. But it was pretty obvious that it wasn't, you know, like sometimes sometimes there are times when people will go like, oh, congratulations. And it'll be like, oh, oh God, what did I say? What for my burrito baby? This time was very Yeah. (laughs) See that that see that would have been a great response. But it was just sort of and woman kind of went on with it. It wasn't it wasn't there was no embarrassment on her part. There was no like, oops, kind of thing. It became like, but surely you must. Yeah, was. So anyway, going back to the whole bullying thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So um, yeah, just harsh. So it just sort of from a from an adult from somebody who's lived like you know many years mm-hmm. they you know they still are doing that kind of nasty you know nasty often, nasty business that's sad yeah i often wonder how happy those people are with their own uh, well that's the question I can't imagine that anybody who leaves any sort of a life, a life with a shred of happiness would ever do something like that. Exactly. You know? So So, to me, they're to be pitied. But uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know? Yeah. But you know, those are pretty much the influences in my life. There are? Mm hmm. Yeah. There are people influencing me now for the better. Mm-hmm. Carry mm-hmm. me. <laughs> oh, present company. I accept. I accept. And mutually, mutually. I was thinking of you when I was thinking about people coming into our lives. I truly believe that we met for, we met for a purpose. Yes, I think so. So, and I actually, actually believe that more than pretty much anybody that I've ever met. Oh wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So no 
Pressure, Gail. No pressure at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so let me ask you, are there people that you haven't met, like in the form of, say, performers or artists or people that you uh, haven't met, won't meet or haven't yet met, perhaps, that have had an influence on you? You know what? I've uh, worked at a um, resort and honestly, celebrities don't impress me. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, great. Okay. They have good stuff, but are they good at something? Mm. But you know what? Whatever. Not necessarily really influential. No, not really. I make my own decisions. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm grown up. I make my own decisions and, you know, I don't need celebrity influence. Okay. It's not that I don't okay. like some people's work. I mean, I do, but mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know these people and they have minimal effect on my life. So mm-hmm. minimal to no effect on my life. So I don't, I'm not big into the celebrity work worship unless I become a celebrity, in which case people can worship <laughs> me. I have no problem. That That's a different situation, but sounds like you're somebody who can separate the artist's work from who they are as a person. I, I, I think I can. I mean, I don't know who mm. these people are. They could be monsters for all I know. Mm. But I mean, if yeah. you have a good And some PR, of them are. Yeah. <laughs> some very talented people are, are terrible human beings. And if, you know, like I mean, objectively if you terrible good, people. If you have a good uh, PR team, I mean, makes life easier. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, once people know, it's just kind of like, whatever, you know, yeah. loser. Yeah, word of mouth. Especially with social, I think there used to be a lot more reverence for well-known people, celebrities, but the well, well-known well people prior to social media. When, yeah. yeah, then there'd become sort of little whispers of things. A number and of video. people, famous people... Yeah, and 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 yeah, there's nothing. Uh, uh, there's there's nothing that um, sort of sets the stage like seeing seeing some video of somebody behaving badly or screaming, you know, screaming out a rant, you know. Yeah, you all know, the more the all the more is- disgraceful if they're influential. Yeah. The worst part is nowadays, if you do something wrong, it can ruin your entire life and career. So mm-hmm. you have to be really careful. I mean, and people aren't going to protect you after a certain point. So I don't really That's um, true. subscribe to celebrity culture. I don't really no. care. But, but I mean, no. like I said, again, no. there are some people who have a great um, talent and stuff and, and, you know, I mean, you can't help but stop and look, but sure. I don't, they don't influence my life. You know? Mm-hmm. So, that's my opinion. Yeah, I, I hear, no, I hear, what, I hear what you're saying with that. They're not I paying my bills, saying. so. Yeah. Yeah. And more importantly, I don't know them, so I don't. They yeah. they are pretty much mean very little. 
I've actually, it's, it's interesting. I've had a few, there's been a few individuals who were sort of well-known in their fields that I did not care for in terms of the work that they'd done or the reputation that they had. And that I then met people, like I either met them or met people who had worked with them, mm-hmm. who I respected who talked well about them and I changed my opinion. So it was kind of the, the, it was the reverse of the story of somebody who admires somebody's work or admires somebody for who they are and then meets them or has somebody who had a close encounter with them, talk about them and be like, Oh, they're not the person they portray themselves to be. But I had the opposite experience of they were actually quite a lot more charming and lovely people, <laughs> then their public persona would lead them to believe, lead you to believe. Well, um, good, for example, yeah, it was, it was quite interesting. Um, there was one, one particular case where this fellow was uh, a professional speaker. So very involved in a lot of like sort of local and national uh professional speaking organization and events and his persona as a speaker was like pretty pretty blunt pretty gruff pretty much like I'm not here to make friends I'm here to take prisoners and I was the person I was a member of an organized speaking organization and I was the person who was like uh, what's the term? Not, not, not his handle, or that sounds terrible, but just sort of the person who was kind of there to, um, uh, to support him at, at, at one particular event for our local organization. And I was kind of, I was kind of on my guard because, because of his stage persona was mm-hmm. this very prickly person. That would be a great way to um, a very prickly person. And he was actually, I was so, I was so flummoxed when he was like, did you get everything that you needed? Like, is everything okay? Was I, was I supporting you and what you needed me to do? And I was just like, who are you? Oh, that's not your persona. That's a stage persona of this cranky person. And you were really, you know, quite, uh, quite lovely. So nice. Well, you know, it's really interesting to have heard your influences and really nice to talk about mine. I really enjoyed it. Indeed. This. Yeah. It's uh I think I think we both learned a lot about each other. I think so. and hopefully our listeners have learned a little bit about us. Yeah. I'm uh I'm excited to tell you about my Safeway days and my, my Safeway days. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps on a future podcast if <laughs> listeners are lucky yeah that is no. it's not that exciting <laughs> <laughs> the trials and tribulations and secret career uh adventures of one gail cook yeah wait for it <laughs> my adventures in hell <laughs> Sometimes I feel like my career's um, choices and stuff have been the sort of thing Neil Gaiman would come up with. <laughs> that's that's a bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carrie, 
I'll explain later. Well, Gail. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. This has been an awesome, uh, awesome learning experience for both of us doing the um, influences. So. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I look forward to our next podcast. And I do as well. And hopefully listeners are in agreement. So this is Kara Amy Maxfield. And this is Wishing you well. And this is Gail Cook. Sorry, Kara Amy. (laughs) Stay safe. Stay well. And see you next time.